Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets, interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. On this episode, we are talking props. A prop master holds the position of getting or creating hero props that the actors hold or use during a scene. Now you can say, well, an actor sits in a chair. Is that a prop? Well, sometimes it is. If the chair is picked up and then thrown or needs special action uh, in the scene, it could be more than set dressing and become a prop. And the set decorator and the prop master will collaborate on selection of the chair and then probably getting multiples. Props deals in multiples. They need to have them because during a scene, if something should break while you're filming, you have to have another one, an exact match, so that the continuity will be correct. A lot of dressing could overlap with props, such as if there was a party scene, the dishes, the glassware, Uh, If someone is opening presents, I might do the presents that are in a big pile behind the scene, but the prop master would be the one that gets the hero present. They would also have multiples of that for take after take of the person opening the present. A prop master also crosses over with wardrobe a lot. The personal items of a character are props, their wristwatch, a specific necklace, their sunglasses, their wallet, and then everything in the wallet. Joining me this episode is prop master Gabe Perillo. Her range of talents span from creating Leslie Nope's massive amount of detailed scrapbooks on Parks and Rec to filling Gary's Leviathan on Veep. She has a career of being a prop master with long-running shows such as Crossing Jordan, Mad Men, Parks and Rec, Veep, and The Good Place. Her feature films include A Single Man, Sex in the City, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, Gloria Bell, and just released on Netflix, Wine Country. Upcoming in December 2019 is the untitled Jay Roche project about Roger Ailes that she just finished. And Gay and I are currently finishing up our fourth season on The Good Place. We are friends, and I made this into two episodes uh, because we just had that much fun. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy. I'd like to first say cheers. Yeah. (laughs) And by the way, I only brought you here to talk about housewives. <laughs> oh, thank God. Something I'm versed and comfortable talking about. I think we could just talk about the housewives' uh, houses okay. and, and the decor and, and their, their props. props. <laughs> the prop, their leg. I think the leg has to be The leg is an excellent, well-thought-out prop. Now, I think you missed your calling of being a housewives casting agent. <laughs> I think so, too. But how did you start doing props? Um, I was two years after graduating from college, living the dream in Dallas, Texas in corporate, um, it's like corporate management for, uh, uh, it's like apartment housing. Mm. So I would rent out to like Dallas Cowboys were our client. Hey, (laughs) um, Abbott Laboratories, IBM. So I would wear a 
pantyhose and a dressy uniform. I show their, them to their apartment. Nice. Yeah. So that was going really good. Yeah. Um, I could drive the golf cart around nice. the properties and take them around. Um, but that was going nowhere. But my sister called me and she was directing uh, the Howling Six. And she said, can you come out to L.A. and be my assistant? Oh, awesome. And I never went back. I came out for a summer and I literally fell in love with the prop guy on the show and the idea of props and never looked back. I did see on your IMDb you were only a prop assistant once. Yeah. Which <laughs> makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, that's my crew. Makes a lot of sense to them too. I was only a buyer once. <laughs> uh-huh. So right? I related to that like, oh, yeah, I get that. I could get that. Because it is it's it's when you when you have the passion for it and you want it done right in a sense it's just better sometimes it's better just do it yourself yeah and to be in charge of it yeah i got to work on this show this guy asked me to be his assistant and it was a horror movie which that was the game in town back then in the early 90s you could get a job right um non-union and um (laughs) he was very shy um, and he was such an amazing prop maker, but on set, he was a little on the shy side. Mm. So um, they fired him and replaced him with me, but he stayed on the show because we were a, we were a two-person prop department making <laughs> bloody knives. Um, but yeah, I just felt like um, that was the position that I wanted to be in, and luckily that same group did, I don't know, like 20 more movies that I stayed on and did. Wow, yeah, because you went for like consecutive we did, um, and consecutive. We would we do went. like six films a year. Oh, wow. They would film every eight weeks and just stayed employed by them, the Full Moon Entertainment. The lesser known, to everybody knows Roger Corman, right. but uh, Charlie Band was uh, Full Moon, and it's, you know, either kids' films or horror films, but you have to do everything, so you learn a ton. Yeah. You know, your effects and your, you know, your making stuff and, you know, killing people left and right. I say that's why Bones was the best thing for me in the beginning because there was a huge thing almost every week. And then it was somebody's house. And it was like (laughs) exploded hotel room, plane crash, and then we go into a lab. Or like, it was really versatile. You exercise every single muscle that no one ever taught you. Yeah. Right. Creativity. Yeah just oozes out of you because you want it to be so good you want to be good and we have i think you and i both one thing about us is that we have a um work ethic you know and a little bit of perfectionism (laughs) in the stew um you more so than i because there's a lot of times that i feel there's a lot of times i feel like they're never going to see that like it has a scratch in it just get it here and i'll deal with it where uh, you would be like, I'm not, I need to craft my own. <laughs> yeah, that definitely comes. Your shit's seen closer than mine. No, but that comes from doing more films because mm-hmm. when that, I did more films before I ever did TV and you never know where the camera's going to look. So it's just that thing that you're used to doing, you right. know, and right. TV kind of, you know we never see half the stuff that we do, but you just got to keep doing it. You got to keep yeah. doing it because there's, you don't want to lose that talent of being able to pull that off because you're going to do a film. And that yeah. film is, as much as TV is my bread and butter, film is my passion because they do give us the amount of time. 
to research something, prep something, get it right. Um, so, do you you prefer film over TV? I prefer the process. The process mm -hmm. because of prep time. Prep time. Um, there's. What about shooting? Like on the set, do you find you have more minutes in the day on on a film than you do during? TV? Yes. So it's good for my heart and yeah. my blood pressure. Yeah. Um, the older I get. It's not as easy to recover. There's in TV, you're 24 7 going, you know that. It's prep, rap, shoot, prep, rap, shoot, no break. Whereas in a film, the pace is, oh, you're nervous, you got this new script and you got to break it down. And your characters and you, you know, you got to develop them. Everyone's relying upon you to do the breakdown. It's not like in TV where there's a person in every department that does something. Right. In film, you definitely have more responsibilities. But you're given that time. Prep time is always at least four weeks. Most of the time it's eight weeks. Right. And then you're not shooting ten pages a day. Right. You know, there might be a Focus. scene that's just in a, uh, in a cafe. And then the next day it's going to be walking down the street. So that pace. And then somewhere around the middle of the film you go, God, we've already done this, this, and this. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Right. In TV, that shit can always come back. Yes. I can't let go of anything. No. We can bring we things back from four years ago. Yeah. The, 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 the backlot's never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> the good play, we're never going to see it again. Yes, you can strike that. Never can, coming back. You throw it all away. Yeah, yeah. We're throw it away. We're never seeing it again. Throw it away, even. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Episode one, season three. We're in the good place. Nothing's harder than trying to reproduce your own shit that you made yeah. and can't remember how you did it yeah. <laughs> four years ago. And then you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> I look at someone. Why did I do it that way? Why? Well, I said, who we put that there? We had a good reason. Who put that there? <laughs> uh, oh, you have to give us a break because at, it, it is. You're flying by the seat of your pants and you have to make these decisions. We're that... prepping so much while they're shooting. Oh, yeah. But how much, How long are you on set every day, would you say, on TV? TV, it's probably mm, 30 on set, 70 in the meetings and shopping, uh, a lot of meetings. Yeah. Um, film, it's definitely 50 to 60 on set, so it probably leans a little more on set. More on set. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you like being on set? I do. Yeah. I do. I do when it's not a dinner scene where somebody's putting the same dollop of mashed potatoes <laughs> on their plate that I have to look at and God bless my assistant Julie mm -hmm. Witherington who's been working for me for 19 years she was incredible she's insane yeah. and the best and she's my Dave <laughs> yes. and you know how much we rely upon people like that like she's yeah. laser focused with that I start going into la 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 like what am I going to do about this other scene and I'm not paying attention so it's not great for me to be on set like that um and I'm not good at uh, putting things back where they belong. I have other crew members that are amazing at that, and they excel at that, and they know where everything is. Like your crew that you... Yeah, they know where all the bodies are buried. They know where I the bodies know. are buried. All you got to do is say, where's anybody seen that? And yeah. they know where it is. I have I have a thing with my crew that I've said, like, like hey... I bought this bag. It was from Target. I dropped it in the gold room on Tuesday. Um, it has the hero blanket in it that I want to use. Where is it? And we have a thing. Just lie to me. And yeah. Say, uh, let me look into that. Or let me go. And then at least go. 
around the corner and be like, I don't know what she's talking about. And give me some, some denial that it isn't lost. Damn, isn't... I didn't know that we were so similar that way. I yeah. knew we were similar on no. 90 other no. things. That... I tell them to lie to me, Yeah. go take another look, and then come back with bad news. Tom just said to me today, do you want me to lie to you? And I go, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because unfor- they have so much to take in, and we are on such a different road prepping another episode or finishing up the last episode or meetings and scouting and all that that I don't know where I put that bag but I know that it had the hero blanket that I wanted on the sofa over yes. there but you know which then I will bring to set and Gabe will have a better blanket so, <laughs> so it doesn't matter anyway no <laughs> but but they have such a, a job as I guess your crew does too of taking care of when we're not on set or when we're before we get to set they they're prepping everything for us yeah i think it's prepping the, the best thing about this business is collaboration mm-hmm. and if anybody saw my name up on something that name is is there's several names underneath my name that equally do yeah. as good of work if not better than i do and the same thing with my vendors, nobody nobody talks about our vendors and what they do for us. Yeah, oh my God, pulling uh, rabbits. Talk about totally unsung <laughs> heroes. Um, they, yeah. Printing graphics. Printing graphics. Uh, Here's a text. Do you guys possibly have this? Yes, I'll yeah. meet you at the gate after hours. Can you open the prop house on Can Saturday? Can you open the prop house on a it Saturday? It shoots Monday. Yeah. It shoots first thing Monday. <laughs> we rely on, yeah. a, on a big support system, but that, I think that it's also one of the best things that I like about our business, too. It is because we have so many different resources also. It's yeah. not like you're going to the same person all the time. No, you're not burning that. <laughs> well, burning favors on yeah. beep, left yeah. and right. Yeah. You can't come to the good places and be like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work like yeah. that. But, you know, yeah, there's it's, it takes a village and a half to make 24 minutes of, of tea. It does, here. and I think we have to give ourselves a little bit of a break sometimes with that like Lucy mentality I know it's somewhere it's in this bag yeah because I'm not for sure that they know that we have to keep all of this stuff in our head the the 20,000 meetings that we go to a week and what were those notes and everybody has an opinion yeah about our stuff yeah you know and let's get into let's say you making a prop the input that you have because I'm next to you in the meetings that you have to take in from producers and the showrunner and the writer and then, you know, sometimes like a visual effects person yeah. or like a special effects person or like a gaffer or somebody oh, will have yeah. some input. How do you take it all in and really come up with something that you have, have created with your inspiration in there? I mean, it's a lot of chefs. Yeah, it's a lot of chefs. This is kind of where almost 30 years experience helps because I can filter what can be made in that amount of time. I kind of know what's out there that can be made and what can't be made so immediately I knock out all the ideas that I cannot make in the amount of time. But you, there's been things especially on Good Place like oh she's wearing you know glow handcuffs yeah. and that they have to clink off. <laughs> yeah, I bet it did and they have to clink off yeah. or they can't or you don't want to hurt her wrist and they right. don't want to be too heavy and yeah. they have to glow and it can't be too bright and it's too dim yeah. like insane. And then what now. is it? 
to begin with, the yeah. concept of what it is. That's interesting that you brought that one up because that is one of the ones that it did. Um, I When this script came up, I had two days planned with my sister in Texas that I was going to be there to help her move. And when the script came up, those glowing handcuffs were not in the script. And when I went, and then as soon as I land in Texas, it was, oh, yeah, and we want these glowing handcuffs. We're going to do some drawings for you. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's doing drawings? Well, you're out of town, so we're going to do some drawings here. And I'm like, but no, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't know. I don't, what if they come? I mean, again, what if they draw something I can't produce? And right. I don't want to have anybody have their heart set on something. I'm like, well, let me try to figure some stuff out. And I immediately start calling around. And my sister and my brother-in-law are not used to my process, <laughs> which has a lot of F words and pretty much nondescript screaming and yelling mm-hmm. and then that's my process I scream I yell I write things on a notepad I do some sketches I make calls begging people could you do this if I needed this by yeah. this day um that's what I do I just meet I call everybody who could possibly help me I scribble something down I rely upon somebody else doing a drawing um but having said that especially with that particular prop I wasn't that comfortable in what I had come up with so I was trying to make with the person they hired to do the drawing Mm. I said well maybe we should go ahead and pull the trigger on that and I knew it was going to be a lot of money but I wasn't comfortable with it and then I had a dream about those bracelets Janet's bracelets oh my god and I woke up and I said I got it and um, the devotion (laughs) the devotion you have No, but it came to me in a dream, but that's happened a handful of times. That's the, the hardest thing for me is it's time and or money. I like creating things. We all do. You give anybody like, oh, what if it's like this and it right. does this? But then you tell them you need it in two days yeah. and you need it to fit in a certain budget. That's when all the creativity just sucks out it does it It does yeah because the limitations just keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller smaller. and then you go how am i going to make this fabulous on you know yeah uh the time and money that we have i just like to call out like oh it's visual effects well (laughs) oh tv screens that's visual effects the worst thing i hate to do (laughs) is raise my hand and say i need visual effects to help me but this is so welcoming here this yes that oh my god such it's an like, amazing guy. Dude, this doesn't look the way I want it to look. Can you make... And that was, again, with this so particular much. bracelet, the design I had was it, that it was always moving because it was supposed to be magnetic. And so we created this um, uh, printed on a, like a, almost like a trans light, this mm. image, and I wanted him to make that move oh. when we were filming. So, and I gave him a light source and I gave him the image. He had to make it move. But yeah, it came out pretty freaking good i mean you like have to solder shit and like get down and dirty well, don't we you have I mean, to solder it when it breaks on yeah super glue it's like when hot glues your friend on set it's like when i will never forget when i did that whole red room on beep and then they had a whole scene in there and julia sat on the couch and five minutes in it she was like do they have another cat this is really uncomfortable Oh my god. And in my head I thought Oh my god. I can't get oh another god. red room couch. Oh my god. <laughs> Just oh my god. Damn it. Like in my head I'm oh screaming. I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and it was probably <laughs> six o'clock 
on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when all the best stuff comes. Yes. Yeah. That's usually when we have our, our you have your prop show and tell. And well, they, they come up with the ideas. I've learned over the years I keep very quiet if I don't show if I show up at all in those meetings. I don't, <laughs> I don't Why do I give them choices? <laughs> I don't know. You don't have know. a mountain every Friday on um on parks and on a good place and on a beep beep was kind of touch and go though beep, we didn't have any yeah. names <laughs> just whatever you can just, get yeah. that's what you can get we have a prop show and tell and um gay has options of you know like here's not bracelets because you didn't have multiples yeah. of those but an example like okay well these are the files we'll have these are the scrapbooks that Liz we will have or yeah. you know these are the cups that ben could have like you have options and and not too many, usually. You give them, Three. yeah, you give them enough to <laughs> feel like they're them, making the you decision. You give them two because they'll say these aren't good enough. You have to do three. It's a psyche thing. Oh. Yeah. You put your favorite in. Right. And then you put what you think they're going to like. Right. And then you do a dog. Right. So everything else looks better. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't like that one anyway. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where I yeah, got that. Everything looks so much better when you compare it to something that's awful. Yeah. I, I think, too, in those moments... I always feel like you're telling them what it should be in your professional way. Do you know what I mean? Because this is your realm. This is what it sh- I like this and I like yeah. that. And <clears throat> especially on Good Place, so much of this is unknown to us because it's not reality. Right. And you have such an imagination that you've come up with this thing and you've put time and effort into it that when they see your props, they're like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's I have to have a B story. I have to know where it comes from. Yeah. I come from logic police. Like Which I have is to hard, have, hard on I this show. To, <laughs> it is, but once I find that logic behind it, do you remember when we did the, were you here when we did the sex toy room? No, season one? No, we just did it this season. Oh, no. Oh, it was just no. before you came yeah. back. But I needed, it. it's one thing to say you need, um, it's sex toys, but they're not really sex toys because we don't want it to look like sex toys. Mm-hmm. But in reality, for them, it's their sex toys. But I have to have something based in reality. Otherwise, I can't just show up with oh, like, like a scrub museum, brush. Museum you know? of twi- Torture. Well, exactly. Kind of. yeah. So they're not typical torture things, but we're putting, we're calling them torture things. But you have to have something right. that you're going, that you're Did you have dreams about that one? I did not have <laughs> dreams about this one, but it took me a while to work it out. Mm. I had to play with stuff, but once I decided I was mocking something that existed as a sex toy in real life, that was my spin on it, then I could do it. And then they were coming out of me, like, right. I was at a table making, like, the, the, I think 20 oh my were God. made. Um, <laughs> They're yeah. like, gay. Whoa. But, okay, that's probably, you're going to want to edit that. Gay. <laughs> like, okay. They weren't Sick coming of out of me, yeah. 20 of them. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want. It. Yeah, that sounds bad. <laughs> no, this is reality, gay. This is. But I had pictures. What, Somebody told me about them. <laughs> what kind of props do you hate making? Like, what do you? Are you sick of paperwork? <laughs> okay, paperwork is number one. Thanks yeah. for saying that because I couldn't tell you what it would. It paperwork, paperwork, yeah, paperwork. labels. Like for me, I completely respect people like Graham who does our graphics. And he makes paperwork look good, and it looks real. Real, and, yeah. But it's not my wheelhouse. Paperwork is not my thing. Um, 
if I had to do a military show, I've done a couple of not military, but you know how we have like military episodes and things like that on yeah. TV. You always have a doctor episode or whatever. Right. Things that are precise, that are uninspiring to me, but they have to be precise. I don't get any pleasure out of propping. Right. You know. I know. I I don't like like police stations. No. See, hospitals. I don't like. I hate police stations. Or hospitals. Hate hospitals. Hospitals though. Something about the equipment I can wrap my brain around. Well, Police stations is nothing but the badge, the visitor, yeah. the paperwork. Well, I feel like... For me, you know. For, for medical, it's always hard because reality and then what you can rent yeah. is yeah. huge. Right, right, right. If we if a if film and you had time and you could, like, source out, like, the, exactly the newest version of something, but... Medical's always like, oh, it's the IV setup, it's this, it's this, oh. and you're like, oh. No, that's a really good like... point, because what's available and what's out there. Yeah. I had to make a cryovac machine, because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't rent a cryovac machine on Crossing Jordan. Mm -hmm. This thing was a monstrosity, and it cost a ton of money. How about and... here? We had the MRI machine. We had to buy it. <laughs> or didn't we buy it or something? On On what? On this, when we when they had oh, the I university, I didn't do that episode. Oh, they had the university. You had to buy an MRI, like a defunct the one, the big one, the donut, donut thing. Or maybe we rented it for like a couple. I forget. It was on my budget. I forget. You're, but you're so right, though. It's like it looks so dated. It's like yeah, anything that we down. can get is not available to rent. No, no. I mean, if you can get a contact in medical and make like good contacts, and they'll send you shit. That that's like. A dream, I feel but like. But again, you have to have time. That's yeah. where, like, on a film, you do have a little bit more time. You know that set's coming in, like, eight weeks, and you right. can make that call, make that deal. But not on us, because we're network, and you yeah. can't really make those deals on your own. You are also really restricted, uh, as am I, but you really are restricted, like, product placement and products. Yeah. Even though we rely heavily on product placement in some scenes, it's better now with Netflix and like yeah. HBO and everything and you're true to what the product is but you have a close relationship with you product know, placement. We're going to go back to my worst props and that is things that are generic things yeah. that because we can't see a label. That breaks my heart. Yeah. It takes me out of the scene yeah. personally when I watch Absolutely. something and just given an extra two days where you can create a product that looks real we all assume it's real but a lot of times you're not afforded that, or, or it's not a hero prop enough to do that. God, I hate seeing fake labels and stuff. And we were also restricted a lot by clearance. Yes. And that kills us sometimes, too, and kills great ideas. Things kills that don't make any sense great to Great ideas yeah. are killed by someone saying, really I don't are. think so. Or, too close. Yeah, too close. Uh -huh. Can you make another version can you can you make another label? All the artwork, what song? I mean, it affects us all in that it does, and I I get it to some extent with the people who would sue you, but so much of the stuff I really don't see somebody suing us over no. for things, you know. I want. I I mean, my biggest fear is like it's uncleared artwork. And <sighs> I once got a call on Bones, and this guy called my office and he was like, hey. I'm a fan of the show, and I was watching the episode last night, and uh, my artwork is on there, and I didn't give you clearance. Shut up. And I was like, hold, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, don't go 
No, where? English. What episode was last night? Get the files. Where uh-huh. did we get this artwork? And I was like, um, I'm so, so I'm gonna look into this. And he was like, I'll oh, hold. And he was like, no what? shit. And I was like, um, can you give me a little background? He tells me this photograph. I look it up. I'm like, look, I rented it. I rented it from a prop house, and they have clearance. So here's their number. <laughs> You're gonna have to what take it up with the... them. Oh my god. But see, okay. um, I mean, and that was early on, and I am still always like petrified that a call is gonna come in that that was my artwork and you didn't I didn't give you clearance and now NBC owes me twenty five million dollars <laughs> like, something like that you know. <laughs> so what is the end game with that? What does they usually want? A fee? They want mo- yeah they want money. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's your artwork. Maybe yeah. you should, maybe, I don't know, I'd be pretty happy. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, they didn't, have, well, but I can use that to my advantage mm-hmm. if I have artwork. No, I'm not. I know, you and I are such, like, we just get it done. Yeah. Some of the rules are not <laughs> priority yeah. on the list. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like certainly in the last 10 years that has changed our industry. And well, not yeah. in a good way. You it can't used... show game board games. You can't yeah. show anything anymore. It's a sin, really. Yeah. It really does. It. I think it affects the look of the shows and stuff like that, too. Because sometimes yeah. we can't do what's real and gritty or something like that because everyone's afraid of being sued. We have to Greek out things. Oh, God, we have to, like, even if it's a television and you have to Greek out, like, the name or... Um, I did Computer. a it's like, it's the worst. It's in Boston, Jordan, we had a plane crash, and it was the battery's fault. <laughs> and we aged, and I bought this battery at a um, uh, at a salvage yard, <clears throat> and we tore half the label off, and then aged it and burned it. But the company freeze-framed <laughs> the I shot. it was their battery? Yeah! It wasn't a good enough Greek job. I should have created, we should have created a label, because that is one instance where you could actually see somebody wanting to sue you. Yeah, they had to pay out. Well, the biggest yeah. thing is, if are you gonna are is their product gonna be seen in a bad light? Well, it brought a plane down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that instance, yeah, that's what their problem is. In like, heroes, whenever. her hand gets—I forgot—the cheerleader's hand gets chewed up in the um, garbage disposal. It was not my garbage disposal. I got all the calls about it. Um, but you know, we're a team anyway. But um, I guess the one that construction had bought, you could see the logo of the garbage disposal with her hand being inside there. Oh, wow. And even though it wasn't the garbage disposal's fault, they never want to be associated, even though that would actually happen if you stuck your hand down in there. Um, But it's not like what caused the accident. But yeah, they had a fit. So, we had assassins are everywhere, right? (laughs) I always think the biggest, like... Like you can use our product in a bad light is Castaway. He's on oh a FedEx God, plane that so goes true. down. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> like I've always it's thought about that. For people's packages. Yeah, let me go through them. Except for one. <laughs> one. Everybody else he opens, <laughs> but the whole offense. the whole like plane goes down. I mean, that's true. It's crazy to me that I've worked with Gay this long and I didn't know how she started. I ask each of my guests that question because it is the most asked question of me throughout the years of how did I get into this business. And I think it's important to hear how people might have had a different path or this was their dream and they got into this business. I think one of the things that is very common is the passion. You've got to have passion to survive and grow in this business and, and every occupation. 
Find a job you enjoy doing and you'll never have to work a day in your life, says Mark Twain, which I agree with. I love my job. I hate to work, but I love my job. Uh, But I continue with Gay on this next episode, so uh, stay tuned. If you want to be up to date about our podcast schedule, please visit decoratingpagespodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thank you for joining me. I hope you got a new full. I'm Kim Wanup for Decorating Pages. Decorating Pages is sponsored by Stogie Floaty, luxury pool floats. Float them if you got them. Visit stogiefloaty.com. <laughs>